Hello, this is Clarence. This is a really funny morning. I uh, well, I went on a little treasure hunt last night to prove the tips, and I found something very interesting. It is a story which seems to be uh, it seems to be being read by a pirate. I imagine a big man with a beard who's reading a story, and I'm not really sure what to make of it. Uh, so I'm going to leave it here, and uh, you have a listen to this, this story. I found it in the bilges of the boat, it's, it was on a cassette of all things, but I found a cassette player, because uh, I like cassettes, I sell cassettes, I really do enjoy cassettes. So I had a cassette player and I played it, and it's very interesting. It's a good story, but whether it's true, I'm not too sure. Maybe it is, maybe it is not, I don't know. I'm going to get to the bottom of it and uh, discover what it is, and uh, it's a great interest to me, so have a listen. Back in 2001, I picked up a boat on the ends of a pier in Vigo. There's only two types of merchants in Vigo. The very, very rich ones and the very, very bullety hole ones. And this one was a particularly fat and rich one with no bullet holes through his blubbery gut. He says, my boat is 60 foot and I want you to take it to Norway. My family and I have been traveling and now I wish them to depart before the foul seas of the north, and we have some affairs to take place in Sweden. I will see you there on the 16th of September, all being well. Now, I don't know you, and I'm trusting you with my boat, and you don't know me. So I'll pay you the handsome fee of 15,000 euros and the brooms for you to get it there safely in three weeks. I'll leave you a crew member, even. Hi, his name is Aunt. He's a lovely yard, weighs six stone. Skinny as a fucking pipe cleaner, and we can use him as a pipe cleaner. Bear in mind, though, chaps, he is a fucking pipe cleaner. He'll clean out the pipe, and then he'll clean out your doubloons. So there's three rules. You take Aunt with you. Actually, make it four. You take Aunt with you, and you deliver him safely to Norway. People are concerned. You do not give Aunt a spanner. That's number two. You do not let Aunt ever near the engine room. He has a knack for looking for things. And the most important, lads. And this is die. God, you're deaf if you desire. Never give him a beer. Not even a sniff of beer. He is a madman for it. So we set sail. We headed out into the... Biscay, and always calm, aunt was a chap. Of course, we had already given him beer before the man had even told us the story of aunt. We got well, we passed up the coast of France, we got to the English Channel Islands, we stuck there for a while. Unfortunately, it turns out those rules were all one and the same. You see, if you gave aunt a beer, he'd drink another beer. And then he'd drink them all. And then he'd get the tools when no one was looking. And why did he want the tools? His aunt knew what was on the boat and where it was. You'd find him at night hacking and smashing, climbing and chiming as the wind batches the mast against the halyards. But down there would be the skinny six-stone waif of a pipe cleaner looking for the stash. The stash we had no idea about, but why would he be... He was buried in a 
He was searching the engine room, ripping it to pieces, ripping the guts out of the horse, the beast, the power, the steam, the donkey, the grandamas, until he found what he was looking for. When we arrived the next day, the engine would not work. We could not leave. We unwittingly, we had to ask the customs officers to get our drag us to sea before we could catch a favorable wind. Never have we danced with the police so quickly. But onward we went, and foul, foul, whatever it was, and this being a 60-foot-old Norwegian lifeboat, it sank, it was sinking. But we made it to Den Helder. We spent all of two, two measly hours. The captain and the old man, he decided it was what he referred to as a shite hole on the level with slough and other places where people baked in the war for the bombs to fall. So we on we went. North Sea, no different. Boat sinking, nowhere to sleep. Every bed wet, aunt wetting himself. But we made it on and we got to Stavanger and on the quay was rough. Fat Ralph with no bullet could pierce. No gold would stop and nothing could sight his industry. Get off the boat, lad. Get off the boat. Have you here? Is it all safe? Did you let aunt have a beer? Did he get a spanner? Did he go in the engine room? Did he start taking the shit apart? Did he find it? It? What it? Nothing. Just get off the boat. Here's your 15,000 euros I will be seeing you. Well, 15,000 euros between seven doesn't go far in an Norwegian bar in the middle of their food and wine and beer festival in early September. Why, I spent it in my old partying days when I would spend the money that way. In a few rounds of Pepsi. Or whatever they called it. Sooner or later, we were dancing into that scallywag mm about buffalo girls going round the outside and old fuckers listening to tech techno. And we found ourselves with no money to get home. So, the long way it was, the train to Paris, where we missed a train. Picked up a gypsy girl, traded some things, took her to south of France with us, where we licked our wounds. And only then did it dawn on us when the news came in about Ralph. Turns out Ralph's industrious little fingers were industriously developing in the essence southern of the Americas. Unwitting we'd been, foolish maybe, penniless by the end and some burnt. I think it was one of the things I wanted to My dad, the old man, he almost got me locked up in the hallway. My dad, the old man, got the customs unwittingly to drag. A boat of contraband so miserable, how to say. Does nobody do their job properly?